This is the Alpaca Podcast for all things alpaca. If you're an owner, a soon-to-be owner, a want-to-be owner, or are just alpaca mad or love the fleece, welcome to the Alpaca Tribe. I'm Steve Hetherington. Hi, Steve here, and welcome to the Alpaca Tribe, the podcast for alpaca people. Well, we've been talking quite a bit about the career arriving, and <laughs> you know what it's like with alpacas. There's always a surprise around the corner. So we delivered the last one, and that was great. And so it's nine. And and then we had a surprise delivery on Sunday, just gone. And that was, um, I should know better, shouldn't I? She wasn't just fat. She seemed like she was putting a lot of weight on, but I couldn't quite work out. She was very difficult. She was a maiden, first time around. And she really wasn't interested at all uh, in the mating. It was very difficult, wouldn't sit still, wouldn't uh, cooperate at all. Well, there was kind of a half-hearted mating, but it obviously was enough. And uh, after that, she refused, but in a very polite kind of way. So it wasn't a spit off at all, but it was just um, she fidgeted and she wouldn't sit still and she kept getting around. That was her version of a spit off. So I got fooled. The baby was fine and arrived, but it was, I was just putting the food out and there was this head and legs showing. I thought, oh, goodness me. Uh, so it's just a delightful surprise. So uh, a final little boy arrived so a male which is great so we know we've had three males which is a nice little group and uh, we've now got 10 career on the ground which is quite a lot for us normally we have sort of seven eight somewhere there and uh, it's been quite interesting the first time mums have been struggling a little bit the uh, it's kind of like the equivalent of leaving the baby in a pushchair outside the shop and forgetting forgetting you've got the baby with you and you just walk off and so some of the some of the mums have been kind of missing <laughs> their responsibilities a bit and they've wandered off. And so we've just been working hard for the last few days, just trying to keep them all together. And uh, that's that's OK. It's a bit of extra work, but they're getting the hang of it. It's partly because they wander off expecting the baby to follow and the career just hasn't quite got it together enough yet. And so, yeah, they're doing all right. So we've now got 10 beautiful career and we will watch with great interest how they develop. Oh, they're doing... It's nice having somebody just all running together and playing together. Some of the bigger ones are already a few weeks old, but some of the bigger ones are a little bit too boisterous for the two-day-old. But uh, we'll get there. So that was a bit of an interesting end to last week, or beginning of this week. And they've all now arrived, so that's good news. So coats and things, because the weather's been strange. And we've put coats on the, the little ones just to protect them from the weather. It's been so wet and very strong wind, cold wind from the north, which they just chill down too quickly. So, And they get soaking wet, etc. Et so lots of washing of coats and moving them around and going for the bigger ones as you go because they don't seem to last very long because they grow so quickly, which is a good thing. So there we go. That's the update on the career. They're all doing well. And this week we've got a wonderful conversation with Jennifer, who's just taken delivery of uh, four females, uh, new alpacas, new, new to them, but also new into keeping alpacas. And this is Jennifer, who I read the email from 
and Washington State in the US. And it was we had a delightful conversation. I hope you, you really enjoy it and hopefully pick up some bits and pieces in the process. So thanks for being here. Here we go. Here's Jennifer. So Jennifer, thank you for being on the call. It's great to speak with you and catch up because you sent me an email, which okay. was to say that you were about to have a delivery of some alpacas, which was very exciting. Yeah. So I thought it'd be really, really good to chat with you about that and, and let, let other people hear the kind of experiences you've been having, the preparation, but also then since they've, they've arrived. Now, first of all, tell me, when did you meet your first alpaca? Because I'm assuming the ones that have arrived aren't the first ones you've, you've ever no, seen. No, no. So I met my first one, um, I guess it was about three months ago. And it was after having researched alpacas for a couple of months. So it's, it, for me, it was akin to, um, meeting a celebrity <laughs> because, <laughs> because you read all of this information and you learn about, um, like the humming noises and, and it's just, it was breathtaking to hear them do that as, as they're walking by. Oh, oh, that's the hum noise. Okay. You know, that type yeah. of thing. So it was, for me, yeah. it was like having read about someone for a long time and then finally meeting them. So it was, it was a great experience. Yeah. 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 Excellent. And are alpacas generally around where you are? Are they They, they are. Popular? They are. Um, in, in particular, the, 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 the um, town that I live in, in, in the state of Washington, there's there's quite a few farms. I was actually surprised um, when I started looking at farms to visit. Um, it's it's there's quite a few options out here to see them and to to get to know them. So um, I was I was very lucky in that regard. Yeah, that's always helpful. I think it's it is important to do the research as you have, and you can read stuff. You can see a lot of things. <laughs> there's there's all kinds of things online, and we know sure. what. Information online is like it can be great or it can be not quite so clear and, and accurate as, as it can be. So actually, physically going and seeing some is really important as well. And yes. uh, so it's it's great. So uh, what was the you then you'd seen some and you you started on a journey thinking about actually keeping some yourself. I did, I did. So I went back and forth um, for a while because of what you've just said, all of the the information out there, and it, it, it was it was very overwhelming for me um, mm. because there's just so much and so many different opinions on how to do things and and um, right and wrong and and what medicines win and and all of this. And I, I thought, oh my goodness, there's no way I can keep track of all this. <laughs> And work full time and keep, you know, dogs oh, and cats yeah. and all of that. So yeah. I, I went back and forth for a little bit. Um, originally, we had thought we, we've just moved to this uh, two and a half acre property um, last year. And so there's there's lots of blackberries on the property. And originally, we had thought of, of fencing and, and getting something to help clear the blackberries. So it sort of evolved from goats to llamas and and then down to alpacas so uh, obviously you know alpacas aren't going to clear the 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 blackberries um but they do enjoy eating the leaves uh that's that's they do mm -hmm. they certainly do mm -hmm. and i don't i don't know where you are in the in the cycle with fruit are you have you got uh no so we'll be there they're flowering right now so i think we will have fruit right. in in a month or two probably yeah, you know. so it's yeah similar similar sort of stage that we are. No, they do love that, and they do love the the fruit. They love the, the blackberries, and we we find that some will choose to 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 go for the leaves first, mm -hmm. and then the others will go. Oh, that's a good idea, 
hadn't thought of that. So th- there are some that really like the leaves, and, and, there, and there's some, and they kind of go in there and they'll just and they'll suck the fruit off. Right. <laughs> and other, others, I don't know how they do it. The others that take a mouthful and they'll take all the the, the spiky bits as well, oh. and somehow they manage to not to. And I don't get. They got a really soft mouth. Yeah. But somehow they manage to do that, and. Yeah, so oh, that would be fun. Yeah, yeah. So no, they're not going to clear it as much as goats, but they do. They do make a big, big impact. Yeah. Right, right. Well, and when we, so what we've done here is we fenced about, um, I would say probably about a half acre to a three quarter acre in the front yard, um, and so they, we've had them for about two weeks now, and um, they've almost cleared it all. <laughs> Right. So it's it's a quick <laughs> quick moving once they get in there, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, they do. They like and and obviously, there's the, the kind of the ongoing thing. And uh, grazing is a challenge, and it improves over time because they're grazing the grass and the other things. It, it will increase, but um, I don't know whether you found that there are some bits that they they will eat, and other things they just seem to ignore. Um, whereas for sh- sheep or goats, where you put the head down and they just clear right. everything. Right, alpacas are a bit a bit more fussy. They yeah. are. They are absolutely yeah, but, mm-hmm. uh, choo- choosy, not fussy. <laughs> choosy is the right word. Yes, yes. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's great. Yeah. So, how how many did you start with? You got is it- so we've got four. We've got four females, um, and right. one was bred before we picked her up. Um, so okay. we're hoping um, we're still pretty early in that game. So we're hoping sure. next year there'll be a Korea, but we're not sure yet. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so it's a, it's, a, it's a nice size. And um, we started with five. Mm-hmm. Um, and when we're selling alpacas, we tend to minimum three. Because uh, they're herd animals, you can't have one by itself. Right. Two is a, a little bit small for a herd dynamic. Three seems to work better. They seem to be, to be more relaxed. So four is uh, is a good a good size where, where they can interact and share their... <laughs> responsibility of being on guard right. otherwise they can't always seem to be looking over their shoulders all the time just trying to work out if, if there's any threats around but uh, yeah so yeah. what have you enjoyed most about them since they oh, arrived it, they're, they're just magical i don't know how else to describe them but that that's the word I've, I've started using because it's it's amazing it's i've i listened to the podcast um you know, right up until we got them and I'm still listening and, right. and it's, I've heard that word before and just, it, it's, it is magical. It's, um, going out there and being able to see them interact with each other and learning, um, you know, what the order of things are and, and what their expectations of each other are and what their expectations of me are. And it's been a great process. It's, it's just, it's fabulous. Yeah. And I, have you been spat at yet? I have not, which I'm oh, shocked good. because I've well done, done a few no, no, well things. Done. <laughs> I've done a few things that would have warranted it, but um, I, so it's it's a very steep learning curve, um, it, you know. And luckily, yeah. I took your advice where I I um I bought the breeder, <laughs> and so I went, <laughs> well done. Yes, uh, yes, I went through a few different farms, um, and and some I just didn't feel comfortable. And and luckily, I was able to find one. Um, her name is Angela, and she's at Cedar Creek Alpacas, and right. um, in Washington, and and she is fabulous. And so she's been available almost twenty four hours a day for me. Um, just answering questions and, um, helping me sort through things and 
now I'm, I'm feeling a little bit more confident now that we've gotten a routine down and, um, yeah, but, but uh, it's just been, um, very steep learning curve. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But, so no, it's, it's, it is helpful to have somebody. Yes. I haven't gotten spat at yet, but I've, I made the mistake. Um, there's a lot of flies uh, right now. And so I made the mistake. I think it was the second day they were here of trying to get some, um, fly repellent on them. And they, one in particular was very upset that I would choose the second day to try and get a hold of her. So, um, no, I've, I've yeah. you know, I've made some mistakes for sure, um, but yeah, and you and you will, but you know, nothing, nothing major. No, it's just a learning, major. as you say, it's a learning curve, and and they have to get to learn about you and and to trust you, and mm -hmm. likewise, you need to learn how to approach them in a way. Uh, the first spit's always special, yes. <laughs> and you, it's really quite a shock, and you go, "What was that for? What did I? What did I do?" <laughs> then you, you know, you kind of think about well actually yeah i can understand it was feeling a bit threatening and if you oh. close in on them and you're trying to get hold of them for the first time and and mm -hmm. well i've got and they're, they're all different because i've got one that um she really hates the flies we got flies at the moment as well really hates the flies so i'm, I'm trying to spray i've got to put her in the stable and, and close her in and then corner her and and spray her and then she she'll kind of stand there one and let me let me do it she likes the after effect <laughs> Right. <laughs> once, once, once the sprays on, but she she doesn't like the process. And I've tried it with with kind of a, the the cream that you can rub on and stuff. And nothing works for her. And there is so she's okay. She's not happy about it, but she's she's okay. There's another one. If you walk towards her, she goes, "Whoa, you're up to something!" And she'll spit at me just as I'm <laughs> approaching for no what appears to be no reason. But it's <laughs> she's reading me and understanding that. Um, I don't think I'm going to like this. So she, she, she warns me off. Right. Uh, but, but having said that, she's just, she's the one who had the baby yesterday, the, the career yesterday. Um, so, uh, uh, do I mean that? No, no, day before, a uh, couple of days before. And, oh, she's been incredibly, <laughs> for who she is, because Millie, she's the, the leader of the group. Um, she's got quite a lot of attitude and she had, had this career. So I've got to go in there and make sure the membranes are off and, and clear and, and do the umbilical cord thing. And normally she, she gets quite, unhappy i mean being, but she stood there she she did breathe heavily in my ear like she was about to do something but she didn't actually spit at me which is nice so yeah we yeah. over time you you build up that rapport and that that sense of of trust so yeah i have noticed now Big we're, we're, yes we're starting week three now and i i noticed over this past weekend they're getting they're 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 much more comfortable and they they know the routine and so they've when I go in at when it's time for green and I go in and I, and I have a routine where I do the water buckets and I clean, clean the poop pile and all of that. Yeah. Um, the last few steps before the green, they're very close to me and very vocal. <laughs> so, <laughs> so they're starting to learn, you know. Safe and, and a good person yes. to be around when there's food. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and that that is really helpful. And are you finding are you feeding them in the same place? So that's also been a learning curve. <laughs> um, I've I've started uh, feeding them um, separate because the first few times I fed them, I the, I have one. Her name is Jolie, and she'll be eleven, and and um, she was choking uh, because she it was just, just wanting to get it in her so mm -hmm. fast, and so yeah. I I I had the 
I talked to the breeder and she said, well, try, you know, moving the grain buckets so they're, they're more spread out. And she said, you know, just feed them by hand for a few, few days. And um, so I did that. And now I've got, um, I figured out there's the youngest one just turned one on July 9th and her name is Pearl. And so she is of course at the bottom and is always getting pushed out no matter if there's four grain buckets or not. Um, And so whatever one she's in, she's getting pushed out of it. So I, I've, I've started feeding her away from the others and that works well. Um, So it's things like that, that, you know, that, that it took me a few days to figure out, okay, what's going on here and what do they need? Um, And I realized, you know, Pearl needs to be separated from the other three and the other three are then able to relax and find a bucket and stick to it. Um, So it's, it's little things like that, that I think aren't, aren't necessarily in the um, information or um, academic. Nobody nobody tells (laughs) you because it's one of those things that everybody learns. Right. Right. Doesn't think to to pass on. Yeah. Right. So it's been figuring out. What size book, what size buckets do you use? I use very small, I would say um, maybe two quart bucket that sort of has a lip on it that can hang um, okay. over yeah. something. Um, so we, we, I tried it in a few different spots. First, it was hanging over the railing of a gate. And then now I've, I've got it. I've, we've built a box for their, my husband and I built a box for their um, hay. And so I've, I, it's big enough where I hang two on one side and two on the other and then and then they're able to uh, settle in. The three settle in, and then I grab the empty bucket and bring it away for Pearl to eat with me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, because we found that the, the uh, sort of a normal bucket that's quite tall, when they put their head in that, particularly if it's, if, if it's kind of not much wider than their their head, then the head goes right in, and they can't see anything because mm-hmm, the, mm-hmm. the the eyes are below the the level of the bucket. So having some of those, we. we uh, in the UK, we call them trugs, but I'm not. I, it's one of those. It's a plastic bucket that's probably about uh, six inches tall, uh, and and f- actually, it's it's wide enough. It'll fold over, and you can pour things. Use it to pour water or to pour the pour the food. Oh, I see. Uh, mm-hmm. which, which is which is really helpful. But it's also when they put the head down, they can still see. So they don't sort of put the head in, and then as they come, come to take the head out, there's another one trying to shove shove the head right. out. So they they kind of they get a bit fractious. But this way, they can see what's going on. There are still some that they'll share, and some they won't. Right. In terms of, of which, which, which of the animals that they're prepared to allow in the same bucket. And I think you're right that uh, the youngster is is going to tend to get squeezed out uh, for for a while. But she uh, does. Yeah. So mm-hmm. so with, with four four, I would typically I would use six six buckets and spread them out, and then because they do move from one to the other, don't they? They do, which I found interesting. They they will. Th- no matter if there's grain in it or not, they'll they'll move. It's interesting yeah. to me. So yeah. wander around and, and, and check right. out. Perhaps it's good. Perhaps it's better over here. Right. <laughs> That's exactly what it seems like it's going on. Well, wait a minute. What do you have? <laughs> mm. Yeah. Well, we we had one that was the, the Millie doesn't so much dominate. Uh, the males tend to be a bit more. They've got to show who the boss is, mm-hmm. and therefore you mm-hmm. get get the top male uh, in in the group of males we've got that will. He will go to the food first, mm. and we had one in particular. He would definitely do that. He would go to every book. I was as I was putting the food out, he would go to every bucket that okay. I was going, to, and he was demonstrating. He was the top male because he was having the first food from everywhere. Right. Um, so there's the, so there's those interesting little little dynamics, and and you just got to make you got to observe those and then and make the adjustments, which you already have been, which is great. 
Yes. Um, yes. Yeah. I've, I've learned that a lot of this is just going to be watching and waiting and, and thinking and, and really trying to interpret what they need um, from me. Yeah. And, and a lot of it is just letting, letting nature and their, their instincts handle the situation. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. It's, it's been yeah. great. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and there's there's lots of other new things to come, which will be the, you know, some of the you're talking about medication and kind of stuff. There'll be some of those things, the husbandry things that you'll have to get to at some point. And then there's the shearing, and then there's the and and and. So there's 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 lots of of things that will become new. I tell you one thing that nobody told me about. Yes. Um, was when the babies arrive. Okay, you work out how to move an alpaca, mm-hmm. and you. You just you spread your arms out and you feel bigger to them, so they'll they'll tend to move away from you. You don't have to chase them, but but just a little bit of pressure, and they'll move as a group. And and then the first baby arrived, uh, which is going back twelve years now for us, and they wouldn't move. I, I oh okay, because the baby didn't know the rules, so the career wasn't moving, so the mum wasn't going anywhere. Thank you very much. I'm staying with my baby. So it was. Um, suddenly having to d- develop a new strategy for how you manage and how you move the animals. Right. Um, I, I just, well, nobody had thought to tell me, which, you know, I, I'm not blaming anybody at all. It's just one of those things that you kind of think, ah, well, it makes sense, but I just hadn't thought about it. Right, right. <laughs> so all, exactly. all of a sudden, what you thought was the way things were is not that way anymore. It's so, not that way. Yeah. No, no, it's yeah. such an interesting, it's such an interesting process to be a part of. Um yeah, and and so so for me as a human being, you know, I've always always had a, a baseline of of a certain level of anxiety, so to say, and so it's been helpful having the alpacas because my first instinct always, like I, I wrote to you about the, so we had um, them for about I I don't know maybe about three or four days, and all of a sudden the the fleece started turning on the two yes. white ones started turning this bluish gray color. And I couldn't figure it out. And, and it was getting darker and darker as the days went on. And I thought, Oh my word, they're not getting enough oxygen. Obviously, you know, they're turning blue. And, and so I reached out to the, the breeder and she said, well, um, no, <laughs> they're probably getting enough oxygen, but uh, they may be rolling in something. And so I took a, a good walk around and found there was an old, um, brush pile that we had we had burned last year I didn't even think of it but they're rolling in that and so now the two white ones are completely charcoal gray um and still are because they're still rolling but you know it's just that it's 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 helpful in the fact that okay um let's let's break this down and see what's actually happening here you know and let's take it let's take it down a notch and, and figure this out. Cause there's probably a reason, you know, and, and, and watching their, their poo and that kind of thing, the first couple of days, it was, it was different um, than the little yeah. pellets and what it should be. And so I was very nervous about that thinking, Oh my word, you know, something has happened, but um, nope, just a change. And they were getting more grass than they were before. Yeah. So yeah. it's been great for me in that respect. If it's, you know, learning to calm down and, and not, um, you know, focus so much on the negative and, and really they're going to be okay. Uh, 
you know, yeah. it's, it's it's those first few yeah. days when you go down and, and oh, they're still there. Good. Right. <laughs> I used to worry. Right. Oh, I used to worry okay. about. Ooh, yeah. are, are they okay? Yes, they're all they're all there, yeah. and they're all they're all okay. <laughs> which is oh dear. But, uh, and yeah. I, I've now got that back again because of because of the as we just talking to you earlier about the the crea that have arrived. Um, so I have to go down and check. Are they all uh, checking? They're all right. Checking they're mm-hmm. all there and, and all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. So there's, it doesn't completely go away. <laughs> but you're right, right. Breaking it down. What what's going on here? Okay, let's let's observe. Let's let's check what's happening. And sometimes mm-hmm. you kind of go, do you know that one? She doesn't seem herself. She's right. a bit off. I don't know what it is. I can't tell you specifically. It, mm, just something doesn't feel right. Doesn't look right. Doesn't there's something I'm picking up a vibe or something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So when that happens, then do trust that, um, and. And you don't have to do anything immediately unless this, unless the house is on fire, no, right. unless there's an obvious problem. But but you you kind of go, oh, okay, I'm going to keep an eye. I will I'll I'll notice later on today when I come back and see whether there's any anything changed or anything got worse. And you can by process elimination you'll work work it through. But there's always an answer to these things. And if the if you can't immediately find it, then the the breeder or other people around who who've, who've got the answers. So yeah. Yeah. Oh, exciting yes. times! Exciting yeah. times. <laughs> yes. So you you think one's uh, pregnant? So that'll be about uh, this time next year, or I, I think it would be yeah about May. I think she she was bred in June, so it should be should be okay. May. Um, Eleven months. Eleven months yeah. about that. Um, so we'll plus see. A, plus or minus. <laughs> yeah, plus or minus. Yeah. 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 No, that's that's fun as well. Watching and waiting. And all the all the all the signs and the symptoms, uh, I, and I, again, they're all individuals. So you you get to know what's normal for alpacas in general, and then what's normal for this particular alpaca, mm-hmm. and it just might be slightly different. So again, you just learning, learning, learning. Yes, that's what I feel <laughs> now. Is just this yeah. this this next six months will just all be about learning. So I'm excited. Yeah. yeah, that's great. I'm so pleased that you're enjoying having them, and it's. Uh, it's working through in a what it, what you've described is perfectly normal. So mm. that's that's really good to, to hear. I'm glad that. to hear that. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> that's the thing, isn't it? Oh, this is happening. Is is that what happens? Is that normal? Do I worry about this? Is this and right. yeah. There are as far as I'm concerned, there are no there are no silly questions. There are no um things where, where you, you ought to know that. Well, no, no when you start, you, you don't know anything. Right. <laughs> That's normal. Right. Well, and like I said earlier, I think it's just, it's, it's sorting through all of the information that's there and all of the different True. ways of doing things. You know, there's no, for most of it, it seems there's no one way that you do X and Y, and then you get Z, yeah. you know, it, there's, it's not like yeah. that. Um, so it's, it's just about getting your baseline of, of um, tools and and knowledge and then building off of that, I feel, is more the process. But um, certainly is overwhelming at first when you before you have them and you're in your starting to take care of them. It's it's overwhelming. <laughs> mm. So yeah, there's yeah. a there's a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm, but, mm-hmm. No, it sounds like it sounds like you're doing really well. Thank you. So that's, that's yeah. good. Yeah. Good. Hey. Great to talk to you. Thank you so much for for sharing your early experiences. And uh, it'd be nice if we could check in with you, perhaps in a, a number of months' time, six months' time, or whatever, and just see see th- how things are going. If that's okay. Oh, sure, I would um, love that. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, that'd be great. Okay, brilliant. Thank yeah. you so much. All right. Thank you.
This is the Alpaca Tribe. And I'm Steve Hetherington. Have a great day.